As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Just Glow With It podcast, a lifestyle and personal development podcast inspiring women to glow up and create the life of their wildest dreams. I'm Jasmine, podcast host, certified life coach, and your go-to glow girl for all things living an aligned life of abundance, beauty, and luxury. Just Glow With It is for the modern woman who is here to do the real work, make mindset shifts, and are also down for happy hour with the girls. We're combining the metaphysical and material world in order to create our most aligned, high vibe, and abundant lives. If you're ready to tap into your glowness, uncover your divine purpose, and live a fabulous luxe life, then keep on listening. As always, remember to just glow with it. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Just Glow With It. Today we have a Navigating Your 20s episode, which was brought to you by my 27th birthday. I am actually recording this episode the day before my birthday. I am turning 27 years old, which is a crazy thought to think that I am closer to my 30s than I am at my 20s. I... I can't believe it. When I started this podcast, I was in my early 20s and it has been a journey for sure. I've learned some things, been through some things, healed some things, and it's just crazy to see where I am now entering my late 20s. So I wanted to create this episode because naturally, of course, with it being my birthday, I am in a reflection mode and just reflecting on all the lessons and things that I've been through in my early 20s. And I wanted to share with you all how I've been navigating my 20s thus far. I know our 20s is such a challenging time in our lives. We're figuring ourselves out. We're going through different phases in our lives. Our friends are going through different phases. You know, it's a very pivotal time in our lives. And I truly believe that the work that we do in our 20s, internally, externally, physically, mentally, spiritually it is going to have a defining impact in our later years that's why I'm so such an advocate for personal growth and working on yourself and building good habits and being the version that you want to be now so that in your 30s and 40s and so on and so forth you've done all the hard work and that's not to say it's ever too late to grow or to change or that when you enter your 30s or 40s or whatever that you're not going to be faced with its own set of challenges and things like that but I do think in our 20s this is the pivotal time to do the most learning and growing and healing and making mistakes and all of that good stuff so I hope that you you find this episode helpful. I know our 20s can seem so lonely and hard and we can get caught up in our own problems and think that we're the only ones going through it, but it really is a universal thing that I think we all experience and I know it's so helpful to hear other people's stories and journeys and, you know, lessons they've that they've learned. So I hope that you find some comfort in this episode to know that you are not alone. 
We all go through it. We all have our own lessons to learn and we're figuring it out one day at a time. I don't really have any updates for you guys aside from making sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. I have a few new videos out and also just a reminder that all of my social media links are always in my show notes. I saw a comment of someone asking about my links to my socials and stuff but it's always in my show notes but other than that i hope that you enjoyed this episode share this episode with anyone who you think may need to hear these encouraging words these life lessons these golden nuggets screenshot this episode post it on your instagram stories tag me in it so i can thank you for listening and supporting the podcast and without further ado let's go ahead and get into this episode So I sat down and reflected on my 20s thus far and the lessons that I've learned. And of course, these lessons that I'm sharing with you all can be applied at any age and stage in your life. This episode is not just for people in their 20s. These are just the lessons that I've learned as someone who is in my late 20s now. And I came up with, I think, 19 to 20 different pivotal lessons and things that I've gone through in my life that I think are so important to share in this episode. And they're not in any particular order by any means. I just did a whole brain dump of all the things that I've gone through in my 20s. So so the first thing that I had to learn in my 20s, and I'm still navigating through this and working on this every single day is defining my own version of womanhood and what I want that to look like for myself and getting clear on what I desire out of my life. So I think oftentimes we take on what womanhood should be or look like based on what we see growing up from either our mothers or the women in our lives and you know what we see on tv and the things that we're told and sometimes those examples are not always the most positive that happened to be my situation a lot of the women in my life that i saw growing up were amazing strong incredible women however what i saw growing up was them sacrificing so much of themselves and their happiness to be able to provide and support their children because they had partners who were not the best, who were not supportive. A lot of the women in my life were women who worked full-time, who cooked, cleaned every single day, took care of their kids, and they had partners who did the bare minimum, which was just pay the bills. And they had that misogynistic mindset of a man only needing to pay the bills and not needing to contribute to the household or to the kids. And as a result, the women, you know, not having time for themselves and being overworked and all of these things. And to me, that was so sad growing up. But because that's what I saw growing up, I had a skewed mindset of what womanhood looked like or was especially entering my early 20s and because of that skewed mindset that I had I really resented the idea of ever getting married of ever having children because what I saw was once you're married once you have kids you're going to be literally working all the time not having time for yourself being neglected you know having to do more around the house and still work and then having a lazy ask partner who thinks paying bills is just enough and they don't have to do anything else and I told myself that will never be me I never want to be like the women in my life as much as I love them I never want to be that woman who is in that situation so because of that I resented those ideas of marriage and kids 
It wasn't until I went to therapy where I started talking about this subject with my therapist that she made me realize that I had been looking at womanhood through the lens of my of what I saw growing up, of the women in my life. And what she made me understand was I could take those glasses off and I could choose to see womanhood womanhood through a different lens and I could decide for myself what womanhood and motherhood and marriage and all of those things get to look like for me and she also made me realize that my situation and my relationship that I have is completely different than the relationships the women in my life had and ever since that realization I have been on this journey of discovering what I want womanhood to be like and how I want to be treated as a woman and what I want my life to look like and it's been this journey of self-discovery and excitement to know that I get to decide how I'm going to be treated and what I want for myself and all of those things. I think this is so important for all of us to really ask ourselves what do we want our lives to look like? Do we want kids? Do we want to get married? Do we want to be stay-at-home moms, working moms? Do we want to be child-free? What do we want to do for a living? What do we want our lives to look like? The second lesson that I learned in my 20s is that sometimes you are the problem, aka having accountability. So this was one of those lessons that I really did not want to learn or come to terms with, but I absolutely needed. Once I started going to therapy in my early 20s, I realized that I had a victim mindset and I went through life always feeling like the victim in every situation because of my past experiences. Through therapy, I realized that sometimes I was the cause of certain problems in my life and sometimes I was the one at fault. And that is not easy to hear, especially for those of us who have been victims in the past. And what I had to understand for myself and for my own healing and being able to hold myself accountable is just because I was a victim in certain situations in the past or even the present that doesn't mean that I am always the victim in every single situation but it's hard to see past our own victim mindset when we are so deep-rooted in hurt and in pain but it's absolutely necessary if you are going to change your life you cannot change your life if you have a victim woe is me life is out to get me life is unfair type of mindset that is going to be your biggest obstacle that holds you back from healing from growing from going after what you want from living the life that you desire you have to let go of that victim mindset and hold yourself accountable So the third important lesson that I've learned is how your daily routines and rituals are so important to the quality of your life. I think my whole 20s, I've been on this journey of cultivating healthy habits and routines for myself and staying consistent with them. And now as someone who is about to be 27, I feel like I'm finally getting 
consistent with the habits that make me feel my best and this is something that took time to figure out what works for me what do i need and as you go through different stages in your life so will your habits and your routines might change as well but i feel so good with the habits that i've cultivated and that i'm working on and seeing how being consistent can truly transform your life your mood your mindset is so motivating to keep doing those things every single day the next important lesson that i've learned in my 20s so far is to never say never i cannot tell you how many times i've been proven wrong when i've said i will never speak to that person again i will never be friends with this person again i will never do this i will never do that this will never happen to me if life has taught me anything is that life will humble you so quickly and prove you wrong time and time again as of recently i've had experience where i've rekindled old relationships and talked to certain people that i thought i would never talk to again and it's been lovely it's been so beautiful to have gone our own paths did our own thing and then come back together later in life and now i know to never say never Along with that, another lesson that I've learned is to be good and do good because karma is real. You can fake being a good person. You can fake your whole life. You can fake your whole persona. You can pretend to the world and even to yourself that you are a certain way or whatnot, but you cannot fake it to the universe. The universe responds to your energy and it doesn't matter how much you lie to yourself, how much you pretend to be a good person or be a certain way or think a certain way, your energy will not lie and you will get what you give out. It may not happen right now, but eventually we all get back what we put out. We all get our karma and what I've learned is karma is neither good nor bad. Karma is destiny that you earn through your actions and behavior. Along with that lesson, I've also learned you will never out petty the petty, so take the high road. You will regret stooping down to other people's levels, especially if you are not that type of person. If you are someone who tries to be a decent human being, you try to do good by others, you try, you know, to treat others with respect and you have a slip up where, you know, you let someone get the best of you or you stoop down to someone's level, it will backfire on you and you will be the one to regret it or to feel remorse. Someone who is petty, someone who is, I hate to say this because I don't want to sound above other people but someone who is energetically on a lower vibration does not care about the repercussions of being a petty harmful bad person i definitely have learned this first and firsthand trying to play the same game as someone who is petty i felt so shitty about myself i felt so disappointed at myself i felt so disgusted that i allowed myself to get to that level because i knew better meanwhile that other person doesn't care because you cannot out petty petty miserable people i know it's so much easier to listen to your ego and want to get revenge or want to get back at people or you know whatever it is take the high road your future self will thank you for it another lesson that i've learned the hard way as well is to make time for the people you love while you can so in my early 20s i definitely prioritized work as well as 
meaningless relationships over the relationships that did matter such as the relationship with my family or the friends that I had at the time and now especially that I live further from my family and I can't see them as often I realize how important my people are to me and how I regret not prioritizing and making time for them when I was around them. The next lesson that I've learned in my 20s that I learned early on in my 20s was is how your mindset and self-worth dictates your life. So if you want to learn more about this, my earlier episodes is where I talk heavily about mindset and self-worth, but basically what you believe and think about yourself and your life influences your actions. So always challenge your thoughts, your beliefs, and your standards because whatever those thoughts and beliefs and standards are is going to reflect in the quality of your life and the actions that you take and how you hold yourself back be sure to constantly check yourself even now after all these years of working on myself going to therapy and cultivating the awareness that i have now i still find myself slipping into limiting beliefs and fears and having a skewed way of thinking and i have to check myself and and remind myself i get to decide what my thoughts my beliefs and my standards are and i'm going to decide thoughts, beliefs, and standards that serve me and the life that I want to live. The next lesson that I've learned as of recently is changing your mind is a sign of growth, not failure. So if you listened to my episode a few episodes ago where I talked about pivoting in my career, that is when I really learned this lesson of changing your mind. And in that episode, I talked about the fears and things that came up for me when I decided to make this pivot and just one of the biggest realizations that I had from that was changing your mind is a natural part of life and it's a sign of your growth. It's not something that we should look at as a failure or something to be ashamed of. Whether it's changing your mind or walking away from a relationship, from a job, from where you live, your friends, whatever it is, know that you are allowed to change your mind and you are allowed to walk away and let go of things that no longer serve you. When you let go of those things you make space and room for new things that are more aligned to come into your life so another lesson that i've learned in my 20s is stepping outside of your comfort zone is the key to creating a life worth living and i feel my life is a living proof of that the more that you step outside of your comfort zone the more you are building your confidence and stepping into a life you actually love With every uncomfortable thing you do, you build the courage to try new and even more scarier things. Your comfort zone may feel easy and safe, but out of your comfort zone is where you really get to live and see what you are capable of and really reach your fullest potential. All of the greatest moments in my life, all of my biggest, proudest accomplishments, all of the Moments that I can look back and where I feel true gratitude, appreciation, happiness, fulfillment has have been in moments where I've stepped outside of my comfort zone and forced myself to try new things or do something different or listen to my heart. 
So the next lesson that I've learned is to say yes to what feels right and figure it out later, aka listen to your intuition and trust that it's going to work out. As someone who is an avid planner and I need to know the next steps and what to expect, this has been very challenging for me. But now I'm at this stage in my life where if my intuition says no, it's no. And I'm not questioning it. And if my intuition says yes, then I'm not questioning it either. And I'm going for it and I'll figure it out on the way. If you constantly wait to have all the answers figured out before you make a decision, before you do something, make a change, go for that job opportunity, enter that relationship, whatever, you are constantly going to be either in a state of fear or stagnancy. So my next few lessons are relationship related and I know some of you are not going to like to hear this one. You're triggered in any way. It's probably meant for you and that is that you do not need closure. That relationship that you think you need closure from, that person that you feel like after this one conversation we have, I will be over it, it's an excuse. It's an excuse to not move on. It's a lie you're telling yourself. You do not need closure to move on from a person, from a relationship, from a situationship, whatever. And this is coming from someone who stayed stuck or who had trouble moving on because I was waiting for closure, quote unquote closure. And then I had an epiphany and I realized that Whatever this person needs to say or do, it doesn't matter because it's not going to change anything. It's not going to change how I feel. It's not going to change what happened. It's not going to change what happens next. It is what it is and you have to give yourself permission to move on. Stop waiting for someone to apologize. Stop waiting for someone to come around. Stop waiting or expecting things to change. You're holding yourself back. You're keeping yourself stuck in the past by thinking you need closure to move on with your life. You absolutely do not. The next lesson that I learned is that every relationship serves its purpose and not all relationships are meant to last forever. That goes for romantic relationships, friendships, What I've learned is that every person that enters our life is here to teach us something either about ourselves, about life. It's They are all serving a purpose in one way or another. It's just up to us to be able to figure out that reason or that lesson. And I can genuinely and confidently say, looking back at previous relationships and friendships that I've had that have ended, I know exactly what those lessons were for each individual person. I had one person teach me how to learn my boundaries and teach me how I want to be treated as a friend. I had another friendship teach me how to be a good friend and also acknowledge my toxic traits as a friend and as a result I worked on those things after that relationship ended. I had other relationships teach me what I deserve in a relationship and what I don't want and how I want to be treated, etc. So the next lesson that I've learned that I think every person should learn for their own inner peace is to protect your inner peace and your life at all costs. Now, I don't want to say you don't owe anyone anything because when it comes to the people I love, my friendships, my relationships, the obligations in my life, I do owe them something. I owe them my respect. I owe them my time. I owe them my energy, my attention. 
But what I will say is that you get to decide who and what is in your life. All throughout my 20s, I have fine-tuned who has access to me and my world and it has equated into now such a peaceful, drama-free, chaotic-free, fulfilling life. This doesn't mean that you have to cut everyone off who you have a disagreement with. My philosophy when it comes to the people who are in my life is if I have to question your motives, if I feel as though I have to watch myself around you in any way or I feel as though I can't be my true authentic self, I do not want you in my life and I will selfishly unapologetically claim that. One thing that I learned with this lesson, a sub-lesson so to speak, is to not let anyone make you feel guilty for not letting them have access to you. Okay, I have three more lessons that I want to share with you guys. The next is hustle culture is out a flowy soft life is in so this is one of those lessons that i've learned recently within the last year after experiencing severe burnout i realized that because going back to my skewed version of womanhood and what i saw growing up i had been operating from my super masculine energy all of my life and we all have masculine and feminine energy in each and every single one of us but i had a very unhealthy masculine energy where i had to do everything myself i refused to accept help from anyone i couldn't rely on anyone or at least i thought i couldn't and because of that that led me to feeling very overwhelmed, overworked, hyper-independent, did not allow support or allow myself to receive, and it just, it wasn't it, okay? And now I am shifting more into my feminine energy and allowing myself to be supported, allowing myself to receive help and support and love and guidance and all of the things that we need. We can't just operate from a masculine standpoint all of the time. It is exhausting trying to be the independent woman, okay? And I get it. Like, yes, it's important to make your own money. It's important to, you know, do your own thing. I totally believe in that, but I don't want to live a hard life anymore. And my last lesson, which shouldn't come as a surprise because I've talked about this many, many times, is to enjoy the journey. Life is never going to be perfect. You're never going to have all the answers. It's so easy to get stuck in a repetitive cycle of feeling like once I achieve this, then I will be happy. Once I have this amount of money, then I will be happy. And I am learning to break that cycle for myself because I don't want to look back at my life and wish that I was more grateful or more happy or enjoyed where I was. So before I moved, remember the last few months being in California, I was so miserable because I was so ready to be in a new state, be in a new city and just like start my life over because I was so looking forward to moving i completely took for granted what i had in my life at the time that i no longer have and and now that i am where i am now i realized that i had so many things going on in my life you know who i had in my life 
that I didn't get to appreciate them in the in those last months or the things that I love to do. I didn't get to appreciate those things in those last months because I was so focused on I want to move already. I want to be here already and then I'll be happy when in reality I had a lot of good things going on and I could have appreciated those last final months back home if I would have focused on where I was in my journey instead of focusing on where I wanted to be. The thing is, where we are right now, we may never get it back. And where I think about where I am right now, I know that, you know, where I'm headed, I will never have this time again. I will never have this much time to myself. I will never be at this pace, at this stage in my life. I will never have this again. And before I even think about what's next or my next chapter, I need to just fully be happy and be present and be grateful for this very moment and and that is something that I'm still working on to this day. All right, my loves. Well, these are some of my top lessons that I've learned in my 20s so far. I'm sure that I will learn many more lessons as I enter my 30s, but again, I wanted to create this episode to bring you a sense of comfort and peace and knowing that you are not alone in your journey. You are not the only one going through it. You are not the only one experiencing the things that you are. We are all collectively on the same similar path. It might look different individually, but collectively we are all going through the same things. I would so appreciate if you could leave an iTunes or Spotify review so that more people could discover this podcast. Again, post this episode on your Instagram stories, tag me in it so I can thank you for listening. And as always, until next time, remember to just glow with it. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.